Here we go. All right, the poison, the poison for Cusco, the poison chosen specially to kill Cusco, Cusco's poison. Ow. On a scale of one, Ow. on a scale, ah. on a scale, Ow. on a scale of one to ten, <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, how would you rate your pain? Hello and welcome to Beyond the Dreams podcast. My name is Jordan Wiegand and I have my sister, Christian Allgaier. And we're here talking all things Disney from the movies, the theme parks, the TV shows, video games, comic books, uh, anything Disney we will talk about. Merchandise, you know, anything uh, we can talk about, we will talk about. So, uh, today we are going to be starting off with what was and people can give us their answers as well on social media um listen to the end of the show and we'll tell you exactly where to email uh or post on facebook or instagram but what we're looking for is the first movie that you saw with your significant other in theaters that was produced by disney you you met him first so you can go first and give us the whole background. So it's hard to believe that this was really our first movie, but our first movie for theaters um, was Pirates of the Caribbean 2. Is that what you said? Yeah, Dead Man's Chest, I think. Is... Dead Man's Chest, yeah. That had been 2006, um, so... Well, no. I'm saying, what's the one that we went and saw right before oh, our wedding? At World's End. So 2007. Yeah. Because it was right before our wedding. Yeah. They were um, because now what's weird to believe about that is we started dating in 2005 and we are big movie people but however we always watched a lot of movies um at home more so you know rented them or whatever or rewatched old old ones but um mostly because we started dating and then he went to boot camp and then we weren't really always together in person so then that wasn't what we were you know going out to do at that time either is going to the movies I guess and if we did I don't think there was a Disney movie that we saw before Pirates of the Caribbean um the only other thing I remember and not being in the theater but I always remember watching Bambi and Dumbo I don't know why but with him yeah, like that was one of the first things one of the first things we were watching like during that summer when we first started dating because he hadn't seen a lot of the old ones, so we were going back and watching a lot of the older classic Disney movies. But those are the two I remember the most for some weird reason. What would you say is your favorite classic one? Like you know, like back in that era. <sighs> Not those two. Those two were too boring. <laughs> um, I think mine would probably go to Pinocchio back then i I really like pinocchio well i'm kind of bad at this but is peter pan in that same realm uh i mean it's 1953 i think so it's around there or would it be like snow white snow white would be probably closer to that time period what about robin hood robin hood is well after that period okay so then i guess i'd have to say snow white if we're being do you remember you know. when Melanie used to watch Snow White all the time? 
Really? No, I yeah. don't remember that. Yeah, she used to get really scared of the witch. <laughs> That's fine. Um, yeah, okay. So, um, so what's yours? Mine... Uh, we had had plans, so we started dating in 2013, so that's the year of Monsters University. That was the year of, uh, whew, what else came out that year? Frozen, right? Um, so, we were going to go see Monsters University, never did, uh, before I left, because I think it Really? That's out. when Frozen came out, too, when you guys started dating? Yeah, it was That's that crazy. So I was on program. When, right. when when Frozen came out. So I uh, she wasn't with me, or else that probably would have been the first one. So me, Logan, and um, Rich went and saw... Was that your guys' first Disney movie together? Yeah, I think it was. <laughs> yeah. And our only, I guess. That's funny. But, um, yeah, we went to see Frozen. I mostly went to see the Get a Horse short, but I actually really enjoyed Frozen. So... Um, we came back and I was like, Joy, you have to go see Frozen, right? I came back in early January, so it's still out in the theaters at this point because it's making oh, billions okay. of dollars and it's right, right. Came out around Christmas, uh, around Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. I thought yeah, it, sorry. yeah, around Thanksgiving is what I meant, but uh, it was in November. Um, kind of where the Wreck It Ralph spot is in Moana was released. You know, uh, this yeah, Ralph breaks the internet coming out next Wednesday. Um, there's a little ad there. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we went and, um, I came back and I said, Joy, you have to go see this movie, right? I'm singing the mm-hmm. songs, I'm playing it. I'm like, you'll really like it because she's music major. I was like, yeah, we're going to go see it. And she liked Tangled. And this is done by the same songwriters. Right. So I was like, yeah, you'll love it. We go to the movie sold out of Frozen, right? In January, still sold out. So uh, we went and saw Saving Mr. Banks, which was playing then. And I believe that's the first Disney movie we had seen together in the theaters. Um, other than that, you know, Monsters, Inc. Came, Monsters U came out that summer before I left. You know what, though? <laughs> Our second date was a Disney movie. I should have remembered it. It's Oz the Great and Powerful. Oh, but does that really count? It's a Disney movie. It's produced by Disney. Um, but you know, if you're counting pirates, then this is a Disney movie. So, I guess I'll have to retract all that. I just totally forgot that I was thinking of all the times we went to the movies, and I totally forgot our second date was going to the movies. Uh, so we were we weren't even dating at this point. We weren't even a couple. We were just going date but she likes so i guess there's kind of two answers but she likes uh, wizard of oz a lot so uh when that was coming out we went and saw oz the great and powerful it was all right it was all right but so uh before we were officially a couple it was um oz the great and powerful first one after we're a couple was um saving mr banks Well, now I'm rethinking this whole thing. Uh-oh. Like, who did I go see Cars with in 2006? I don't know. I 
Did you go see it with? Uh, I'm pretty sure we saw it with my mom and Kayla and Justin. Were you part of that or no? Maybe. That's who I think I saw it with. Anyway, I know I saw up with them. I was just scrolling through like to on see a summer what... after. It was like a summer, you know, no school. So maybe we went and saw it with them. But I don't know if Zach tagged along or anything. I was scrolling through to read what movies came out between 2005 and 2007. The only other one that I'm questioning. Yeah. And I'm really feeling like this could have been it. Herbie Fully Loaded. Really? You think that would be what it was? I don't know. That's more embarrassing than I was the great and powerful. That was literally the it came out the day we started dating. Oh, uh, then I don't think you saw it. I don't, I don't know. Because something rings a bell with that movie and <laughs> The Lindsay Lohan uh Well honestly though, loaded. because um I remember going to the theaters to see it. Really? Yeah. I saw it on I saw it on T V or D V D with at, at Jimmy's house, I think. Actually, side note: He likes Zach's cars out- too, so maybe. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Um, have you asked him? Maybe, maybe he would be able to tell you. Yeah, I have to ask him. Right now, he's out there telling Lucas to listen to everything that this one guy says in the TV show because he's a smart man. I can overhear him out there. <laughs> oh wow! Well. Um, but yeah, so. So this all makes me want to make sure I keep track of this stuff for when my kids are born. Like the first Disney song. Oh, well, that's a lot easier the to first, remember. The first Disney song they hear, the first Disney uh, movie they go they see, the first one they see in theaters. I'm going to make, and especially with social media now, it's easier to keep track. You know, it'll come it up is. on Time Hop every year. But not only and that, I'll be like, it's oh, just, there we go. <laughs> you know, okay, here's the thing you know that it's a first happening. Not that you don't know it when you're going, but like you don't know that you're gonna be like, st- I was gonna say stuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> you don't know that you're gonna be forever with that person, so you don't really think to make a take a huge mental note of it. You know what I mean? Like, oh, right. this is our first Disney movie in theaters together. You know. Whereas, well, that was only kids... the second date I've ever had too. Right. So I mean, right. I think that would stick out. I guess it didn't though, because I said well, the same major fail then on your part. Oh. Um, but you know, with kids, like I know with Lucas, his first one was Cars two. No, Cars three. I'm sorry. No, Cars. <laughs> no, two. Cars three was like last. Year. I know, but you know what it is, <laughs> is because Cars two was like. Worse of a movie than Cars 3 to me. So I just think, you know, I was like, wait a minute, no. No, Cars 2 um, was his. But I remember it being, like, a big thing that we wanted, you know, we thought, oh, this movie's coming out. That's a great movie for him to have for his first movie, you know? Right. Nathan's, ugh, Nathan's was Minions. I mean, not Disney movie, obviously, but his first movie in theaters was Minions. Poor child. It was awful. But it was all, like, lining up for when we could go and all go as a family, and that was what was out. So, um, and then we saw Charlie Brown. Now that I think of it, maybe I don't know what Nathan's first Disney movie is in theaters. Um, I guess if you count one of the Marvel ones, maybe, maybe one of the, or Star Wars. 
Any one of no, those? I mean, he had seen a Disney movie in theaters before that. Really? But, okay. Um, Depends on what you year figure... you're thinking about, though. All right, hold on. 2012 to two. Obviously, he didn't. I know you guys saw a few of them by yourself. Good dinosaur by yourself. Um, uh, and Coco. But I took the kids to see that too. Huh? Did you take? Did you see Coco by yourself too? With Zach? No. Oh, okay. Well, I remember there being a few Disney movies that you were like, oh, no. Me and Zach went to see it without seeing it. You know what though? I think Good Dinosaur is technically his first Disney movie in theaters because me go. and Zach went Pixar's to go see it. <laughs> I know. Well, because you know why? I kept wanting that to be his first movie. That's what happened. I kept uh-huh. wanting that to be the first movie in theaters, but then that came out Thanksgiving. Right. Zach was supposed to come up, so then we were supposed to all go. Then he wasn't going to be able to come up, so then we went Labor Day weekend to see Minions. Wow. And then when we were, when I was down here for Thanksgiving, me right. and him went That's to see it. And then as soon as I came back, I took the kids to go see it. Right. So. It's a good movie, though. A lot of people don't like it. I, I actually really enjoyed Good Dinosaur. Yeah. It's a cute movie. But I guess we should maybe get to the news uh, yep. today here. So That's okay. Uh, <laughs> it's a good question, though. I mean, we really went a little bit more than we thought we would. Mm-hmm. Uh so, our first bit of news here is the monorail... And this just happened today. Yeah, I, I was going <laughs> to say I just saw this. The monorail lime at Walt Disney World. The monorail that was color lime is what they mean. Uh, mono, monorail door opened a while ago. A different... Uh, I think it was a different right. one, too. Right. While people were in it. This one, uh, today, off, right? in the morning, sometime before 10 a.m., apparently... Is at the Grand Floridian. The door just fell off, dangling between. So the while they were ex- still at Grand Floridian, not yeah. while they were moving. Yeah, uh, dangling between the express and resort line tracks, uh, accordingly. So uh, they had to get a cherry picker to pull the door down. Uh, this caused several hours of downtime, and they were directed to use different transportation. So like the ferry. That's scary, or though. Bus. Yeah, they really need new monorails. Disneyland has these new, beautiful monorails. They need to let Disney World get some of that money. I mean, they have the money, you know? Just, right. Uh, I don't get That's why, not the it's, issue. why it's so hard for them to just update this stuff. Yeah, they're going to have to do that. And people need to make sure that they're not leaning up against the doors. Yes. Cause that That's could why be they say, very... please stand clear of the door. Yeah. That could <laughs> for be stuff really like scary. This. Uh, th- so, you know, watch out for that. Uh, st- st- please stand clear of the door. And then <laughs> say that in Spanish, because I cannot. Uh, so, there you go. Uh, installation began on the 9th for the Skyliner cables at Hollywood Studios. So, you might see a lot of work around there if you're down there at all. But I've already been, the last time we were there, we already saw a lot going up around Epcot and, right, but yeah. and Hollywood. So, yeah, a lot of Hollywood now where they're actually installing the cables... So, um, just, you know. That's good news. Keep clear of the cables. When is that supposed to open? Uh, sometime next year. I don't think they have an exact oh. date yet. Oh, okay. Um, I'm assuming they, they cool, want though. that done. That's that's probably going to be done before Star Wars land, I'm thinking. Yeah, that makes Maybe sense. Maybe in time for the runaway rail. Maybe. 
which is supposed to be like summer. Um, we have Captain Marvel is coming to Disneyland Paris for their um, summer of superheroes, or you know, they, like a meet and greet. You mean? Uh, they haven't really said, but she's going to be present, whether it's a meet and greet or shows or oh, okay, parades. Okay. Uh, for that superhero bash that they had. This year it was in the summer. Next year it's going to be March 23rd to June 16th. So if you're interested in seeing, uh, Groot's going to be there too for the first time. Like uh, adult Groot. Oh, wow. Uh, so Groot, I think Star-Lord, Spider-Man. Uh, I'm sure Black Panther will be there. But a whole bunch of characters. There is actually a list online. But let me see if I can find the full list of uh, characters that are going to be there. But they haven't said if all these are going to be meet and greets or if they're going to be shows. You know, just in like the a stage show parade or something. Yeah, I'm sure some of I'm sure most of these will probably be meet and greets. You could make a lot of people interested in coming to it if you have you know. Yeah, yeah. That's going to draw the crowds a lot more than the other stuff right so okay so the list of characters that are going to be uh there you know uh, so Groot's going to be there Captain Marvel is going to be there um and so is Star-Lord Black Widow Gamora Iron Man and Spider-Man Captain America so it's a good lineup Black Panther I'm surprised All right, so that is that with Captain Marvel. Um, we're getting some Mickey's 90th merchandise at Magic Kingdom available now. So they have a whole bunch of like even like Ray-Ban sunglasses. Oh yeah, I um, saw that. Shirts, plushies, pretty much anything. Even Target has a little so like section yeah, yeah. of but at the back of walmart's ad too at the very back for like their toy guide for christmas it has like mm-hmm. a four or five plush pack of like mickey through the ages well i don't know if you saw but like target had the funko pops or whatever yeah, well, in the different yeah, things I mean, dad got that yeah, he got brave little taylor which is what i thought he would get but yeah i i have the steamboat willie version i have the steamboat willie one I saw something else too, and I cannot remember what the actual outfit was. It was a black and white Mickey, but it wasn't Steamboat Willie. Uh, it was the fire firefighter one. Yes, yes, yes. But those were cute too. I love Funko um, Pops. I just bought three more Kingdom Hearts Funko Pops this weekend. They had Target now has a gift card that has a little Funko Pop of the dog on really? it. Really on the gift card like yeah it says funko on it because they have like different ones they have a hot wheels theme one and one of those lol doll or whatever so but that one's cute i'm like oh a little funko pop of the dog would be adorable um but yeah so i have i just bought some they had a version of sora in his toy story form where he looks like a toy and he's holding like the keyblade that's from toy story and so i got that now, did you watch any of the 90th Spectacular? I haven't thing? recorded. I haven't gotten a chance to 
to watch it. I, I'm just uh, scared. Okay. It's, I think it's not even going to be that great. I think it's the way it looks is that a, a lot like the Christmas parade and stuff where it's just like, here's an act, you know, and then probably like, well, here's a new thing we have coming. And then here's another act. So you know? what I fell asleep during part of it, but um, I mean, they bring Mickey out. He does a dance to like a modern song. And then, but they do have people, they do have different singers come on there and actually sing Disney songs. You know what I would really like more than all this? You what? get Leonard Maltin, okay? Great historian. Not sure who that film. is. He's at the opening of all the Walt Disney treasure stuff, but he also writes those movie, uh, those books that say like, you know, a thousand movies you must watch before you die. Stuff like that. Okay, okay. Right, but he's, a, he's on Turner Classic sometimes. He's a huge history buff, um, especially when it comes to movies and stuff like that. What I would really like is if they had, like, a special for his 90th, or I guess when we get to his 100th, that kind of explores, like, almost like a documentary of Walt making Mickey and just having interviews with, like, even if they're, like, maybe interviews with, uh, if we have any archived interviews with Walt or his kids and, you know... Stuff like that, and just put together this nice special that doesn't have anything to do with modern times, you know? Uh, so then he could even lead it up to, like, get a horse where they talk about, like, oh, we, we made this new special that was Mickey Mouse looking, like, black and white. Then it turns into this color 3D stuff to kind of, you know, just, like, great educational background version of of this instead of, like, here's this popular guy from one of our Disney Channel shows singing a song. Because we get that enough at the Christmas yeah. parties. You know, it's just... That's just not going to happen. Though, I know, that, right? I know. It's a shame, because um, that would be really interesting. But anyway. Uh, now, wait, I just wanted to throw in this little funny story. I don't know if I texted it to you, or just Mom Oh, you did to me, yeah. Okay. But when we were watching it, Nathan said, Wait, it's him birthday? And I'm like, yeah. And he said, him 90? him gonna die soon <laughs> my nephew is brutal like, he is he's very brutal um but anyway i just thought it was too funny not to share yep yeah i guess he doesn't realize he's a cartoon character that can't die but i know i know that's what i was thinking first but whatever he's like hooked on that for right now people getting old and stuff all right so uh also what we have here is um Imagineer, right? Walt Disney Imagineer, uh, Kathy Mangum, mm-hmm. is uh, retiring at the end of this year. What does that mean for us? Uh, so her best known work includes Cars Land at California Adventure, um, oh. Finding Nemo, Submarine Voyage, The Seas with Nemo and Friends. The uh, reimagining of the auction scene on Pirates of the Caribbean, Toy Story Land, and the Lightning McQueen's Racing Academy coming early next year. Oh, then she did pretty good, huh? Yeah. She got to work on a lot. Cars Land, huge plus. Toy Story Land, huge plus. Not that I've seen it yet, but as somebody that's been to Cars Land, it's one of my favorite themed lands. Yeah, I'm like, that's one I'm really itching to get to. Yeah, you have to get there. But yeah, Toy Story Land's pretty good. All right, and then uh, some other news we have here is Cinemagic, 
Remember a few months ago we said that Cinemagique was going to be returning back to Disneyland Paris. It is not returning to Disneyland Paris. Oh. And the last thing, uh, that's all the park news I have here. So then the rest is just, uh, we have a lot of movies and TV news. But uh, that's all I got for the parks. Lots of holiday-themed food is coming, too. Lots of, you'll see it on, you can see it everywhere, pretty much. But it's a lot of, like, flavored churros, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> that's what all of them are. Uh, <laughs> here's churros with M&Ms. Here's, you know, I don't know. but It's like the go-to. It seems like it's a bunch of that type of stuff. Oh, actually, uh, last thing here. I just saw this. Uh, January 25th, 2019, Disneyland Park Mickey Sound Stational Parade is coming back. And it's getting an update. It's going to have a new float, which is from um, a retired parade in Tokyo Disney. So It's uh, Goofy hmm. pulling a giant vintage Mickey Mouse toy. But yeah, that's all of the park news. That's so cute. what we'll do here is we'll get ready to um, pull up all of our great movie news. So some of these are not great news articles here. Well, I was going to say the first thing is they released that teaser. Actually, not for the first thing I was going to mention. But Toy Story 4, which really. First thing I was going to mention was very sad. It's actually Stan Lee passed away oh, at 95. Well, so, way to jump that. Oh. Even though everybody else has already figured that out by yeah, now. Yeah, but uh, it's still news. Still have to report on it. Um, passed away at 95. Uh, he was a legend in comic books superheroes created most good chunk of the marvel universe that we now know today um so he created my favorite superhero spider-man and i was just reading some of those classic comics uh, a few um probably about two months ago three months ago uh that were originally written by stanley too so now did you know that he worked with Dr. Seuss when they were in the army? No, I did not know that. Yep. See, I learned all about him last night. I also learned that he grew <laughs> up poor, which Lucas is very sad about. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but yeah. he. So he started working for... The, I cannot remember what the company was called before. It was Marvel Comics, but it was a Timely different comic comics. company, obviously. Timely comics. Yes, yes, yes. So he started working for them and then was like um, temporary editor, basically. Then went into the army. And when he was in the army, he like drew up the training manuals and videos. And in that, he worked with Dr. Seuss, who did that same thing. Wow, I'm sure Dr. Seuss's manuals were confusing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what Lucas said? Wait, wait, wait. You mean... That he just died, and Dr. Seuss died decades ago. Oh, That's wow. what he said. And they worked together? <laughs> I was like, yeah. But it also named off, like, two other people who were uh, who are very well known in, like, the movie thing. Mm-hmm. That they all four worked together on the manuals in the army. That Isn't is that crazy? crazy? Yeah. Anyway, a little fun fact. Stanley expert. 
Yeah, yeah. Okay. We okay. we watched a YouTube video, so. But to get to what you were talking about, Toy Story Four teaser released and some posters released. Um. Uh, did you you watched it then? Yeah. So it didn't really go too much in depth. A it really it doesn't show you showing anything. you the characters. Yeah. But I think we get part of it with the 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 fork or spork character yeah. that's kind of like a homemade toy. Yeah. So what are we getting at with that? Well, I don't know. What do you think that means? It's a homemade to- So I guess anything that becomes a toy can come to life? It's just kind of what I'm thinking here. It's it's kind of strange. It's like we never seen a, a fork in the unit like a plastic fork in Toy yeah, Story come to true. life. But apparently as soon as it becomes a toy, maybe it does. Uh, he says he doesn't belong. He s- seems to be freaking out. So yeah. we'll see if that has something to do with it. They also released another teaser for it today with uh, introducing uh, Ducky and Bunny. Did you watch that at all? No, I didn't see that. So good. It's Key and Peel from Comedy Central. Um, people usually know them from the substitute teacher sketch um, that became really big. Uh, but they're kind of doing one of their bits from their show in a P- more PG version uh, and and then kind of introducing the characters. Um hmm. So it's pretty funny. It looks like they're from like Midway Games, you know, like uh Oh, okay. I know. What like their prizes from a game. So pretty interesting, but yeah. Uh looking forward to it. You know, as somebody that was really opposed to Toy Story 4 cuz I thought the third one wrapped it up really well. Yeah. It's I'm with you. I'm I'm finding myself really excited. <laughs> well, I was going to say It's Toy Story. I love it. Yeah. I was going to say I felt the same way, like, oh, man, why are they going to do that? They wrapped it up so nicely. But it's not going to turn me away from going to see it. Right, and if they nail this, that would be four solid movies in a series. You know, it's not really done a lot. You know, if you look at the four Shrek films, all right, the first one's good, second one, okay, third and fourth, who cares, you know? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So if they could, I mean, the first three Toy Story films are one of the best trilogies of all time up there for me with back to the future lord of the rings star wars trilogy but yeah i mean it's hard to do with an animated thing you know yeah i mean of course it's a little easier because at least these people are just voicing it so they don't have to worry about oh look how old these characters look now you know true true um but i'm really excited and if it's about woody and bo peep like it's supposed to be that's cool because that's one of the things that bothered me about toy story 3 was not seeing bo peep so yeah. wondering where she is, you know, Woody might get his happy ending, you know, until they make yeah, the that's one. what I that's what I'm so. hoping. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so next thing too is Disney streaming service was going to be called Disney Play. It's got a new name now. It's called Disney Plus. Uh, it's just called Disney and then like the plus sign, kind of like ESPN oh. Plus is. Um, so I guess they're they just could change with it another theme. like three times. I don't think so. I like Disney Plus. They actually came out with a logo for it. It looks pretty nice. Um, I'm here. It doesn't for matter it. if you like it. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, it does because uh, if people like it, then they're not going to change it. You know, I like it better than Disney Play, to be honest. Uh, that sounds too kid, uh, like first service. Yeah, I guess. Disney Plus. It's like I'm getting Disney Plus more. You know. So why don't they just do Disney now? Like they have on the they have the app for that. Because like, that's for the actual TV show. That's for, like, the actual networks. This is, uh... 
Okay. Well, I'm this, just saying. This I is did. something different. It's going to have new content. It's going to have Star Wars, Marvel, National Geographic on there, too. It's going to have all of those on there. So. Um, and speaking of Disney+, Plus, we're getting Diego Luna reprising his role as Cassian Andor from Rogue One for his own Disney Plus TV show. Cool. So we're getting a two Star Wars series on this, plus the Clone Wars, the cartoon. Uh, this is going to be about like a spy thriller type uh, show before Rogue One takes place. So really looking Lots forward to of that. Star Wars. He was one of my favorite characters of that movie. So uh, he, you know, existed in like a morally gray area. You know, when he kills one of the rebels to help him escape you know, type of thing right. at the beginning of that movie. So sticking with star Wars, you get, uh, the lead of the Mandalorian, which is the streaming show. That's probably going to premiere first because they're filming it right now. They finally announced their lead actor. Who's going to play the Mandalorian. And his name is Pedro Pascal. He's really great. He's from uh, game of Thrones. He played Oberon Martell. Uh, he's, been in narcos on uh netflix so uh he's going to be the lead which was rumored about a while ago um and his people denied involvement so they must have been lying uh yeah Uh, and then two more disney plus news so we have a loki tv show which we talked about rumored from i think it was variety who originally reported it that's official. They talked about oh, it on the sales say. call uh, last Friday, I think, um, is hmm. when that was, or Thursday. But, yeah, that's official. Bob Iger mentioned during the sales call, there, and um, Tom Hiddleston posted a kind of a thing about how there's more stories to tell with Loki on Twitter. So, that is going to happen. So, we still haven't heard anything about the Scarlet Witch stuff. That's probably still just being... Uh, Lockdown. Yeah. Figured out, hashed out. Yeah. Uh, and there have, this is what I'm really excited for. What What do you think would make me more excited? Okay, because they're also doing a Monsters, Inc. show on here. They're doing um, Clone Wars, all the Star Wars and Marvel stuff. What do you think would get me almost more excited than that? No idea. A Toy Story show. No. This is an Imagineer, Walt Disney Imagineering docuseries. Oh, that's Going to cool. Disney Plus. Yeah, so if they do that right, that'd be pretty cool. I'm, I'm really excited. Now, I, see, I wonder if that's anything like those Disney Imagineering DVDs that I found at the library. If they're just going to basically use those. No, this sounds like a new thing. Uh, uh, they might put those on there still, but... Cause I'm, this thinking, one... I'm thinking they might be filming it right now with Star Wars Land and stuff, and they can just release it after the land opens. That's true. This one had, like, Expedition Everest... I have the Magic Kingdom version of that, I think. The and there's thing. another one that was I, that I saw at the library that we didn't check out. I can't remember what that one was. But it also wasn't that old either. Because I was actually shocked because the, the covers of them look like they were, like, you know, ancient. Right. But they're, they seem pretty recent. Well, you know, kind of. But that's cool. That'll be exciting. Yeah. And then uh, the last thing I have here... Well, I have two more things, actually. The last thing uh, that I have that's movie-related here is uh, 
Yeah, here it is. Okay, so Frozen 2 already has four new songs. And Jennifer Lee, who is the co-director, um, says that uh, Anna and Elsa will go far out of Arendelle. So she was at the premiere of Ralph Breaks the Internet in L.A. She got interviewed uh, saying that they have a new song that they think is an evolution of Let It Go. Let It Go. Um, <laughs> so, it, yeah, it's going to still focus on Elsa and Anna, but it's going to be bigger and more epic. They're going far out of Arendelle. It's going to be originally released on November 22nd, a week earlier than November 27th, which is when it was originally coming out. Interesting. Um, and that is, yeah, that's that's all of Variety's article, pretty much. I mean, they don't go, they ask some other questions, but that's all of the pertinent information for Frozen Two. Uh, what are your thoughts on Frozen Two? Are you excited or take it or leave it? Or? Eh, I mean, I'll watch it, but I'm not like it's not like Wreck It Ralph Two for me. You know what I mean? I'm I'm really excited for that. I mean, um, it's not one that really needs it. Well, that's kind of my thing. I would be, I'd, you know, there's some that shout out more, like like you said, Wreck-It Ralph. Big yeah. Hero 6 for me shouts out a sequel. It's just like they you know, did those, this those sequel so fast, I, I feel like. I mean, not saying that they're rushing it, but you know what I mean? They're just coming out. It's but six years isn't later. Isn't that more... <laughs> Isn't that quicker than a lot of these other sequels? I mean, for God's sakes, how long did it take to get Incredibles 2? That's Pixar. That's different. Or, when was Wreck-It Ralph? Wreck-It Ralph was 2002, six years later. 2002? Sorry, 12. Sorry, 2012. Oh my God. No, 2012. Wait a minute. So this is six years later, just like Frozen. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I just think that that whole Frozen thing's overrated, so I'm kind of like lit about it. I mean, You're I like crazy. the movie. It's, it's one of the best Disney films. I of like all time, the movie. Whatever. I just don't understand Stick what makes it opinion. so much greater than every other movie. The songs, the songs make it so much better, and the the power of sisterhood. You know, sistership. You know where they. <laughs> Whatever that's called, I guess sisterhood, but, you know, where they, I don't know, it just, it was, it was unconventional. It broke a lot of their usual themes. Like I said, it was good. I'm just saying, like. This is the grave I will, you know, die on, you know, the or the hill I will die, whatever that phrase is. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Because I know a lot of people, like, when it first came out, were like, this is amazing. And then, like, six months later, they're like, it's terrible. And a lot of those are the same people. But uh, <laughs> just just getting tired of the popularity of it. Yeah, I think it just exploded way more than I ever thought. Like, I remember going to see the movie, and I remember thinking it was good, and I liked it. I never foresaw the the craziness I never foresaw coming. it because their marketing was terrible and made it look like it's Olaf with Sven the whole time. Like yeah. they never focused on on these two. And the only reason like I said earlier in the show that I went and saw it was because of get a horse. And then like 
the music starts playing and I was like, okay, this is, this is going pretty well, you know? Um, and really it's changed animation for Disney at all. I mean, like, yeah, Wreck-It Ralph was already out in 2012. Did it make that much money as compared to Frozen? No. Did it really spark this new renaissance? Obviously we go back and we look at when John Lasseter first started taking over and he comes in midway through Bolt and then he gets, you know, Princess and the Frog and Winnie the Pooh and then we get to like Tangled, Wreck-It Ralph. So we kind of look back at it and say, okay, Bolt is pretty much when it started because that's when he started taking over and changed the films. No matter how awful of a human being he was, he's a good storyteller, but, um, you know, it's its own thing, but... Then we get to, but they weren't really making the money that they're making now until Frozen. Really, you get Frozen, then you get, um, you know, later on Zootopia breaks the billion mark. Yeah. Um, Moana makes some good money. You know, that it just kind of launched it into, like, this, you know, Disney's back, pretty much type of thing. I like Um, um, Bolt, too. I think that's an underrated movie. It's okay. I mean, I went and saw it in theaters. It was, it was good. It was just, I don't know. It's uh, the one. It's actually one it's of those one movies I... that, if it's on, I could sit. I could just sit down and watch it. Really? That's, yeah. It's not one of those that I'd flip on and be like, oh, I'm gonna watch Bolt. You know? Just, yeah. It's not one of those for me. Um. Last thing I have here, Kingdom Hearts 3 released a new trailer uh, revealing that, in fact, Hundred Acre Wood is going to be in the game as another mini-game world. And that we're going to be getting some more trailers for it. Uh, One more this month and two more next month before the game releases in January 29th of 2019. So that is what I am most looking forward to next year. That's fun. That's cool. All right, then we'll hit our. Um, actually, I got a character of the week here. It's been a while. Yeah, I was gonna say we haven't done that in a while. Yeah, laziness. Um, but <laughs> I have one here. It's to celebrate Toy Story 4's uh, thing here, and kind of to celebrate Toy Story Land. Um, our character of the week is Slinky Dog. So Aww. wanted to give Slinky Dog some some shout out here. Um. So, here's some trivia of Slinky Dog. He had larger eyebrows in the first two films. Yeah, he started getting them waxed in the third one. Um, They get a little uh, slimmer in the third one. Slinky is made of wood with articulating legs and a head, unlike the real-life toy, which is made of plastic and stands completely still. You know, like where he would just move and slide across the floor instead, so they made him articulate. Right. Okay, at one point in Toy Story 2, Slinky says, I may not be a smart dog, but I know what roadkill is. This is a reference to the quote, and I never knew this. Uh, I'm not a smart man, but I know what love is from Tom Hanks' Forrest Gump. Huh. I never knew that. And how fitting Tom Hanks is in that. Uh, Slinky Dog is based on Slinky, a pool toy by James Industries, which was popular in the 50s, 60s, and 70s. With permission of James Industries, Slinky Dog was partially redesigned for the film by Pixar artist Bud Lucky to make him more appealing as an animated character. In the first and second films, Slinky was voiced 
by the late Jim Varney, who died shortly after Toy Story 2 was released worldwide due to Lug Can 2000. I remember that as a kid, by the way. Really? Yeah, I remember finding out he died, yeah. And thinking, what are they going to do about Slinky Dog? Uh, in the third film, Blake Clark, who was a friend of Jim Varney, lent his voice to Slinky. So he'll also probably be the voice in Toy Story 4. Uh, but he's the one that plays Sean Hunter, uh, um, Sean's dad in, in Boy Meets World. Oh, okay. Makes sense. They kind of have the same voice. Uh, yep. <laughs> his catchphrase, Golly Bob Howdy, is a tribute to Jim Varney's character Ernest, uh, Ernest P. Worrell from, you know, Ernest Goes to Camp and all those Ernest films. Oh. Um, originally, Slinky Dog was intended to be one of Andy's more unpopular toys and least played with with Woody effectively being the only reason Slinky was not hauled off to goodwill. Hmm. So. Some interesting trivia there. All right, so we got our final question here before we pack it up uh, today here. And um, I don't have an answer for this right now, too, so I'm going to have to think. Disney pet you want to own... Now, when you say this, because you're the one that brought this one to our attention, um, what do you mean? Like, do they have to be somebody else's pet in the Disney universes? Or is it like an animal from Disney that can be your pet? Or, Well, what comes to my mind when I read it is, yeah, somebody's pet in the thing. Like, So you're thinking like... Pluto, uh, Bolt. Um, Figaro. Figaro. Stitch. Um... Cleo. I don't know. You know, anything like that. I'm trying to think of what other ones would be. Jeez. That's a tough one. Why? What were you thinking otherwise? No, I was just... I, I just want to kind of get a idea of where I should be leaning on this. Uh, um, do you have one off the top of your head? That yeah, you mine would else? be Bolt. Okay. Why? Because he's an action star or just... I just think he's cute. I don't know. There's really nothing more than that. He has a good heart. Like, he's very uh, dedicated to his... Owner. I got mine. I got mine. Mine would be Pegasus from Hercules. Oh, that's a good one. So I could fly around on him. And I like the color scheme. The white with the light, the white with the blue. I really like that. So, yeah, I think I have to go with Pegasus, and that way I can actually have my own like mythical creature as a pet. That's pretty cool. It's <laughs> a good pick. Yeah, um, and Hercules is one of my favorite Disney films. You know, it's one of those that I think is popular in my generation, but not so popular for a little bit of just even a little few years older like like your age i don't think it's as popular yeah because everybody like joy's age and younger it seems like it's like hercules mulan like because they were later 90s yeah but you know what i feel like i hear a lot of my people like mulan too well i'm just saying like all of her friends it's mulan it's it's hercules because those were like 98 99 97 and 98 so you're kind of getting like right until later 90s, so when they're like four, when I was four, you know, like Toy Story 1's out, 
when I was three, like Lion King's out, you know, but when right. they're three and four, it's Hercules and Milan and it's crazy. That's true. So I think that's part of it. But yeah, I think it's kind of a very under rated it's not usually seen as being in the Renaissance. You well, know, we both like picked pets from movies that we think are underrated. <laughs> yeah, right. Because you said Bolt and I say Pegasus. Uh, so let us know what your favorite, what what pet you would have. You know, you could go Dalmatians, right? Yep. You could go... All 101. Um, <laughs> right. Crazy dog lady, I guess, instead of a crazy cat lady. Or, um, um, gosh, what are the names? Todd and Copper? Yeah, Todd and Copper. You could go um, Marie from Aristocats. Um, you could go Sid's dog from Toy Story, uh, <laughs> if you want that, or Andy's dog from Toy Story Two. Yeah. Um, just a bunch of different ones. Once you start thinking about it, ones. yeah, yeah. Once you start thinking about it, a Boo from um, from Aladdin. Uh, any of those sidekicks, pretty much. I think you can. Yeah. Pascal. Flounder, Pascal. Yeah, so um, let us know what what you would do and where can they tell you that and where can they Instagram us at? So you can follow the podcast on Instagram at Behind the Dreams Podcast and follow my personal um, Instagram at Allgaier Adventures. A-L-G-U-I-R-E Adventures. And you can follow us on Facebook and let us know these answers to these questions on Facebook, facebook.com slash Behind the Dreams Podcast. Uh, Gmail, you know, you can email us at, at uh, Behind the Dreams Podcast at gmail.com. Twitter at BT Disney Podcast. I mean, I think that's everything yep. that we have here. So everybody relax, enjoy your upcoming week. You only got like nine more days. No, eight more days until Wreck-It Ralph breaks the internet. So live it up. Yep. We'll see you then. Well, we'll see you this weekend. <laughs> Low battery. <laughs> see you real soon. <laughs> <laughs>